Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, I am back. My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello, George. And I must say, it's very nice to have you back. It well, because you didn't fun. have to do anything to set up. It was good fun last week, but I wouldn't. It was uh, a change as good as a rest. We want to do it every week. Uh, and Reese is here. Hello, Reese. Nice for you to turn up. Well done on last week. Thank you. <laughs> you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he did a very good hosting last night in yeah. your absence. He did a very good hosting. No, we, we had fun, but we were we went to pot with the editing and whatnot. Yeah. Which was wasn't that bad. Did I wonder if anyone could tell that they weren't the actual <laughs> jingles. <laughs> I, d- I don't know. It was quite, quite similar. Yeah. And John's here. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. Really good. Excellent. Great. So, we are podcasting after yet another West Ham win. And with no weather metaphors, because John said last week... It's boring. He wanted to ditch the whole weather metaphor of it. Of it. So, I thought we'd move to gardening. Okay. The gardening podcast. Everything in the garden is so rosy. You just missed your vocation, Sean. You should have been a comedian. <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that? <laughs> it just came up. He did it. would do. He's a naturally funny guy. Yeah. You are. Uh, so we'll go straight into it, shall we? Yeah. West Ham 1, Newcastle 0. You didn't go to the game, did you, Sean? I didn't, no. No, as, as, as was mentioned. You went to dinner and dance. I did. How yes. was it? I got very drunk. Did you dance? I did dance, and funny enough... I'm not even going to ask if you dinnered. Um, funny enough, I was asked to be the auctioneer at the... Um, at auctioneer? The, yeah. Auctioneer? Auctioneer. So I, I got up and uh, cracked a few jokes on the mic. <laughs> you cracked? I did. I cracked a few Tell jokes. Tell us one of those jokes now. <laughs> it wouldn't travel. Oh, go on, well. go on. Come on. Come on, you've got well, a mic in your hand. I was given, right... Did, Sean, did anyone film it? No, hopefully not. <coughs> so it was, it was for a school... And it's a very, it's an outstanding secondary school. So I, I started off by saying, is. by saying, is that, it you know, Bosom High School? You saved all the money from pay, 
paying, paying private fees, now get your money out for the auctions. That's how I started. D- did you say it with that pause and stutter as well? <laughs> and then one of the first... One of the first uh, lots was a back massage, so I thought it would be funny to say it was done by the executive head teacher. Uh, you did school, yeah. That's so embarrassing for yeah, them. I know. And How then did they I moved, cope? I moved on. Embarrassment. The second lot was um, dinner for two at the Windsor Castle pub in oh. the local village. So I Is it in it Windsor? Dinner for two with the Queen at Windsor Castle. But then that's false pretense, and I you're, know, you're I asking know. for money. For I did raise a lot of money. To be though. done for the sale trade. Yeah, but yeah, then people that did win, they must act. have been absolutely and the final, furious. The final big you item the Queen was, wasn't going to be there. The yeah. final thing was a, uh, just makes a whole mockery. A night for two at this posh hotel. Did you pretend it was some guy in a steel outfit? No, 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 <laughs> no. I said, uh, take your wife or take someone else's wife on that one. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did have two cracker jokes in my pocket if uh, if I need to in an emergency. Anyway, let's talk about. Was your, was your wife there, Sean? She was. She was very embarrassed. <laughs> did you dance with her? No. Did she go off with someone else for the hotel? <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Oh. No, I, she didn't bid. <laughs> did you win the hotel? <laughs> I didn't. No. Did you win anything? Can we talk about football? <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought this is a gardening podcast. Yeah. Well, we could talk about gardening. West Ham won Newcastle nil. Uh, yeah. John and I went to the game. Sean, you watched online. Who took my ticket? Uh, George Murphy, one of our friends. You should have brought him along to the podcast tonight. I did think about it, but then I realised we only got four microphones. Oh, yeah. And uh, we also thought that Reese would probably get a bit worried about his seat if he was replaced by a West Ham <laughs> fan. So mm. True. Hey, I'm, I'm second in command now. Yeah. Only because Sean anyway. chickened out of it. He didn't. Um, West Ham and United possession, 47% magpies, <laughs> 53%, 12 shots, 7 on target for us, 7 shots, 1 on target. So They were shots, poor. Yeah, they were. I, I never felt that we were under threat at any point, really. Although they've got the biggest amount of injuries in the Premier League at the moment. They had 11 before they started the game. They've now got 13 on physioroom.com. Well, they... Um but they're still winning games. It was pretty even first half. It was a much of a nothing really. It was a bit of a bit of a you know boring watch. To be fair, the first half. Second half, I felt they very rarely threatened, and it looked like we were going to be the only ones to score. To be honest, it wasn't the greatest of games. It wasn't a very good game to watch, no. But we got the three points. Yeah, got a goal. Aaron Cresswell's goal was was yeah, it's great. Cresswell scoring was a good thing to see. Mm. Yeah. And it's, well, it was an important win as well. You know, we'd had a couple of draws. It get, gets us on a, on a up for these next yeah, easily winnable four games. <coughs> so yeah. let's hope we can get there before we play Chelsea and Arsenal at Christmas. It's going to be difficult. And yeah. it was 1-0, and I didn't choose 1-0 last week. I did. It's all about you, isn't it, Sean? Yeah. Always all about you. Yeah, so now I've not so impressed with the display. It was a little bit like old days of... Long ball run up front, but you know, did the job. Yeah, did we get we got the win? But I think that answers the question: what we're going to do when Andy Cowell's fit? It looks like we're going to play it, the I old mean, way. Obviously, I did watch the stream, but I didn't completely see it was back to the old days of last season of just lumping it, lumping it, lumping it. Obviously, our friend James Collins was doing his usual uh, impression of lumping it long, <laughs> but. 
I don't know. I just didn't see what you saw that it was completely long ball. Maybe I was well, it wasn't, the best wasn't, It wasn't completely long ball, but it was. It wasn't, and it wouldn't be, would it? It wasn't similar to what we've been seeing up to now because we've got we no. got Sacco and Valencia rushing around. No, I mean I so go into some questions, but but Downing didn't seem to be back to full creativity. Yeah, it was. Man, there's, you know, from what we've had so far this season. With all those players missing, you can see the difference. It's as simple as that. But I, I just couldn't really understand why he started Jarvis. And just well, 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 this, this is all in the question. Should we move I'm on? I'm going to ask one question that's not in the questions okay, for you two. Okay. And that is about what did you think of uh, Tompkins and Collins? I thought they looked pretty solid, really. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought Collins was man of the match. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people said they were a tower of strength in oh. the centre of defence. And. Um, a few other people said Collins deserved it, and and he's going to have a big decision, isn't he? On Reed has finished his suspension. Um, they did so well. Will Reed automatically get his place back on on probably. Tuesday night? Yeah, probably. He does does prefer Reed, doesn't he? He yeah. does. Whereas I I'm a bit of a twisted man. He loves man. a kiwi. I'm a bit of a twisted man, and I would leave him on the bench and sell him in January. Yeah, I know you would. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, no, Collins was <coughs> Collins particularly I thought was immense. And he he would should have been man in the match. Obviously Carroll got man in the match because the sponsors wanted him to go and visit them yeah. in their box. There you go. Probably because he looked so handsome on the cover of the programme. He did. Oh. Yeah. Uh should we move on to questions? Questions, yeah. Uh, uh, Reese, you gonna sing the jingle or shall I play it? No, we'll 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 play one and then we'll I'll do the next one and see if they can tell the difference. Okay. <laughs> Question. Was Sam right not to start Zarate? Yes. No. No. Why, John and George? Zarate's been playing around the first team squad all season, and every time he's come on, he's shown capability and has changed, particularly the last game he came on, he changed the momentum of the game, scored the goal against Everton. And I believe he deserved a start, given all the injuries. Yeah, I, I rarely, I'm going to agree with you there, George. I, yeah, I, I agree. He brought well, a bit of creativity to the team yeah. um, at Everton, and he did again when he came on on Saturday. Yeah, so he, he should minutes. start tomorrow night. He should. But now we go to Reese. Da da da. Why he said? Why shouldn't he? Why, yeah, Probably because we won. Because we won the game. Yeah, well, the game was won. Oh, he got the hindsight. Right. Oh, the old at, at the end of the day, <laughs> he's got it. No, he got it right. Yeah, hindsight. The, the, the three points, no man is bigger than the team. Yeah. As long as the team wins. Right, let's go. But I would have gone over your turn. I, I just did it. No, you've got to do the question. No, it means you've got to do the jingle. No, that was me singing. Should we just play the jingle? Yeah. Okay. Question. So, basically, what did you think of Stuart Townend's performance? It's obviously his return, his surprise return on Saturday. Were you surprised? Uh, he was 50-50, I was told. So it's not that surprising then, is it, really? Well, it's not bad. He, he was pretty much like most of the team. He was just pretty much just average, really. Yeah, he, he should have scored. Amazing. He wasn't outstanding. But he's should he have scored? He should have scored at the end. Last yeah, minute. he should have scored Last at the end. He should. And he's been the creative linchpin of this team. And he just seemed lacklustre and I, I don't know if he's just not if he's ready 50, to come 50, back. Then he's I remember he got through. Yes, mm. I do. Mm. Should have. That should have. It would have been nice yeah. to have seen. But it. he needs to get back because he wasn't. He needs, to, he, needs to get back. he needs to get back. Yes. He needs to get back. Yes, in, get back. In his form. 
Next question. Next question. <laughs> question. Should Matt Jarvis be sold in January? <laughs> um, who would buy him? Yeah, definitely. He's obviously been doing something right because he got himself his first start of the season. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. On, was his first on start. Saturday. Um, but he didn't impress for me, to be honest. He was average. But we're never going to get a money back. Do we just carry on <coughs> or do we... As long as he doesn't dent the salary. We'll come to John last because I know he feels very, feels very strongly about well, this. Well, he cost about £40 million, didn't he, John? It was about 35 wasn't it? Yeah. It was 10.75. Oh, is that all? Plus appearances and everything. Yeah, hang on. We'll come to you last, John. <coughs> Reese. What? What do you think <laughs> oh. about Matt Jarvis? Should uh-huh. we sell him or should we... You won't get money for him, so you might as well keep him. If he's not denting the salary Well, we'll get some money whatever. for him. We just won't yeah, get a 10.75. He's still though. a good backup player. He's still an average... Unless you play a youngster, which you're yeah. not going to play. So I, I agree with you. Well I think he's not a first teamer at the moment. But he's if he's happy to player. be there, picking his money up, sitting there, then everyone's John, a winner. John, I know you've got love for Jarvis what since he, he what, appeared on Attitude. What, um, what? I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> what? Um, what uh, is his wages, Sean? What sort of money is he on? He's on, from memory, about 40k a week. Right. Now, I just think, he, I think we paid a lot of money for him. I hoped for the first season he was settling in and I was hoping for the second season he would produce and to me he's never produced and I don't think he's going to. So I would offload him, get him off the wage bill, get what money you can get for yeah. him and get another player in and that you can try and improve the squad with because we need to now, we've got some kind of upward trajectory. We need to uh, replace one or two every time we get the opportunity to keep it moving forward. Okay. And with financial fair play and all that, we need to keep the wage bill yeah, under no, control. Good, good answer, John. There. Good answer. Nicely diplomatically put. <laughs> Question. Did Sissoko deserve to be sent off for two yellows in short <laughs> <Yeah>. succession? <laughs> it was funny. It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> was it in the Is space it a bit harsh, though? It was about half seconds. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if the ref really seen him kick the ball away. Obviously, the ball went, but it was the crowd's reaction that sort of brought it to his attention. nothing thing to get wound up about, though. It was. Yeah. <laughs> he, he booted it, though, yeah. didn't he? He did he boot literally it. booted yeah. it down the other end of the pitch. He did, and he had and just... The next tackle, he, like, he did go he stamped the ball. on yeah. Carroll, yeah. didn't he? But he, he did just sort of barge Tompkins out of the way, you know. Yeah, it was so a it foul. It was a foul. Was, yeah. So... No, it, it, was, was, it was amusing. Yeah. It was amusing. It was, but probably it changed the game. Sort of killed the game off at that. Killed point. it off. Yeah, I don't think it, it, it particularly changed it. I think we could have battled out a win, but I think it definitely made I mean, our lives a bit easier. Complain about it afterwards and said, "I've well, seen it. He's been he's you can't, a silly you can't boy." Complain. You can't Wasn't complain. he captain at time as well? Yeah, he's mm. the captain, and he's been one Good of their best example, players. Wasn't it? No, one of their best players. Idiot. They did have their chances at the end, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I did have the corners. Okay, next. Sessions. Question. So it was a battle of the former managers. Alan Pardew, former manager of West Ham, versus Sam Allardyce, former manager of the Magpies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why do you laugh when I say Magpies? Uh, You're like a football tourist. It's <laughs> yeah. just a herd of words. I want to use them. So... If you had your choice, nice cough, George. And it was your Sorry. choice, your no, chairman. Been who would you problems for a while? Who, who would you have as manager next season? The choice of those two. Alan Pardew, P- Billich. 
No, out of those oh, two, sorry. it's one or the other. Pardew, so um, George has said Pardew. I'd have Pardew. Big Sam. Big Sam, oh. yeah, because I'm pro Sam Allardyce. And you look like him as well. Yeah, mm. so uh, would you really go for Pardew? I can't stand Allardyce, Sean. Is, is, it, is that so easy? Is there <laughs> a choice of two? You would always go for Pardew. Right, Anyone I'm but. I'll have you, Sean. Well, I'll have a can of beans. George, George, <laughs> what is your reason to go to Pardew? Because um, you don't hate Allardyce. As a West Ham fan for a fair amount of time. All your life. All my life, but properly past nearly 10 years now, I'd say. Um, he gave me the most exciting football and times to watch and be a West Ham fan. That's you're, a good answer. Champions League. You're hitting Champions League mm, at the moment. Yeah. Why change? It's exciting. It is exciting now, I'm gonna, not going to lie, but he, he, got us, he got us the playoff win uh, and a, an appearance in the cup final the year after. That's a good answer. It, it is interesting how... And games in Europe. Only two, because we lost. But at the beginning of <laughs> this season... They set up the the, the, the uh, Newcastle fans set up a uh, website called sackpardew.com and had all the banners and everything like we did last season. And, and did we set we up a website? No, we didn't set up a website, but there was a poll and, and there was a banner and there was which you set up, Mister Pro Allardyce. No, you set up the poll. I didn't set, <laughs> I didn't up, set up the banner. I might have been involved in it. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on swiftly. And, and and obviously both managers have turned it around. That's what Gary Lineker said. On Halloween, they had a good banner. Newcastle yeah. fans, Pardew back from the dead. Yeah. Made me laugh. Yeah. Next question. Banner. Question. So this one requires a little bit of thought. Is Aaron Cresswell the best West Ham left back in the last 10 years? Well, you need to give a list. Well, I'm not giving a list. Let's no. No. He's not. So if you say no, you have to say who is. Harita Alunga. Really? <laughs> really? Vladimir Labant. Really? Let's go to a more sensible answer. Forbear was John. a Real Madrid player. Wasn't he? he was a right back. He can play left back as well. He play wherever you want him to. He played for Real Madrid. Exactly. He fell asleep on their bench. I don't, I don't know, Sean. See, I Brad can't Jones, think. I mean, I can't think of another left back that's been this good. Can you think of another left back? Schoolboy. Is it me? I would. Uh, I would say. Right. I, I, I absolutely love the fact he's doing well. I love the fact we got him out of the championship and he's producing and and you know he's made some big mistakes and he's getting better and better every time as well. So three assists. I hope, I hope he. Continues on this. Who is the best left back of all time, in your opinion, John? For West Ham. Well, the best um, left back of all time, in my opinion, is uh, what's his name? He's called. He's Julian Dix. No, before them. Uh, Ray Stewart. That's it. Ray Stewart. Ray Stewart. Hmm. He was my. He was your hero. Hmm. He was my hero. He was my favourite left you back. Had, you used to wish you looked like him. But I do like Julian Dix. Yeah. Let's go. Next question. Question. Next month. Yeah, you hate that game. Oh, we're sorry. recording, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so this is the next question. We were talking about Nando's and our Christmas meal, but that was completely we'll inappropriate. Next Monday. Um, what was Coyote trying to do with his assistant, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Wilf? Trying to catch Wiley. <laughs> 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 what was he trying to do? He was, was shot. shooting. He scuffed he was a shot. Was it, was it a shot on yes. goal? Yes, yeah. of really? course it was. It was. 
Next question. Next question. I don't think it was a shot. Next, I next question. That doesn't question. surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> question. Right, these last two questions follow a theme, and I want a different answer from each of you. <laughs> okay. Name one player that impressed on Saturday, George. James Tompkins. John. Collins. Ginger Pelle. Well, it's getting harder. Yeah, you know, Carol. Andy Carroll impressed on Well, Saturday. you said you wanted a different person. I couldn't say what they <laughs> <Yeah>. said. <laughs> well, I'm going to say Cresswell, obviously. Well, as, as he was my man Mark Noble. Mark Noble. Do you think he had a good game? I thought he played solid, yeah. For his 300th appearance. And with a 300th? Isn't it his 300th? 205th. 300th appearance is for West Ham. 205 oh, Premier in the Premier League. League. Premier League. Oh, right, okay. That's Apology, please. Apology uh, given. <laughs> <laughs> Apology given. Right, final question. <laughs> yeah. You said you're going to do two in a row. Yeah, go on, just do it. All right, yeah. So the, the, the one connected is who was the player who most disappointed on Saturday? Let's start with Reese this time. Oh, uh, oh. oh. Downing. Andy Carroll. <laughs> Jarvis. Uh, you see, how am I left with the last one? Because you, you asked the question. Um, that's tricky. So you've picked the three other ones. I've got to go for why, someone. Why, why, make, why make a question of <laughs> such negativity <laughs> on when we're fifth in the league and yeah, doing really right. well? I, so. I'm yeah, go everyone, everyone was good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. decent enough Sam performance. It's a win. A win's a win. Anyway, talking of Sam Allardyce, let's see what the gaffer had to say. Uh, Sam, a, a victory. Um, you've only lost one game in seven, but you hadn't won one for about four matches, so uh, it must mean a lot, that one. Yes, it's a, it's a massive victory. I think considering that um, Newcastle's form at this moment in time, Gary, this is a, a big, big win for us. I think we've all suffered our injury problems this year and we're still suffering from those, but to overcome them today against the, the side in form in the Barclays Premier League is uh, it's a fantastic result for us and Certainly was an unusual score, as everybody will see tonight, with Aaron Cresswell getting in on a, a miss-it shot, I think, from Coyote. But what a great finish for us. And Newcastle did go down to ten men, and we should have really finished it off, but didn't. But the result was all important, and that gets us back up into the top five, top four or five, which is very, very important indeed. Yeah, right up there, uh, challenging, Sam. You, you must be delighted with the way things have gone this season. What has been the, the fundamental difference between this season and last? I think that no disrespect to the players who play for me the, while at West Ham, but you know the new players that we've brought in has given us an extra zest in terms of quality, in terms of athletic ability, um, and I think the quality has, has shone through this season. And I think even even with the injuries today for Valencia and Sacco, we know have done so well, and of course Alex Song, what a player he is, been missing. This is a very very important victory for us and. Uh, hopefully those players get fit as quickly as possible. But again, we did get Stuart Downing back and check Coyote today, which we didn't have last week. And they've played the part as well as everybody else in getting a, a very, very important victory. It's, it's interesting looking at the two sides today. You've got two managers there, yourself and Alan Pardew, perhaps at various times have been under immense pressure, conceivably for their job. Um, do you think both of you showed that actually if you stick with people that know what they're doing, you can get decent results and good rewards? I think so, Gary. I think that the big problem we have today is that 
eight or nine new players come in, the season starts and everybody says, wow, we've got eight, nine new players, we've spent this, we've spent that, we've done this. And everybody expects you to wave the magic wand and everybody in the team to understand everybody else, understand their abilities, their weaknesses, their strengths. And that's a really, really difficult job. I mean, not only have they got to change a culture if they come from abroad but, and settle in, but they've also got to know each other as a team, as individuals. And we all know playing as a team is the most important. And when you're playing with somebody for a, a period of time, you get to know them much, much better. You get to understand them. And I think that's a hugely difficult job. So when it doesn't quite gel almost immediately, as we all know, the pressure emerges on you almost straight away. And if you've signed as many players as we have and as many players as Alan has, that pressure is even greater because everybody expects fantastic results almost from the beginning. And I'm glad that Alan has overcome the bad start. And from our point of view, all our players have made a massive contribution a lot quicker than perhaps most in the Premier League. Other interesting thing, there was it was reported during the summer that you were given some sort of ultimatum about the style of football that West Ham uh, were to play this season. Have you actually really changed anything, or is it just because perhaps you've got a few good results and there's greater confidence? I change something uh, almost every week, Gary. I think that my responsibility is to find out the level the players can play at, what the strengths and weaknesses are. And, and send the team out to go and play promoting the strength all the time and if you get a better quality of player you play much much better football and I think that from our point of view the players who have come into the fray of the ground running have added a bigger and better quality to the team not only has they, they done fantastic but the rest of the team have responded to that the players who have been with me for a year or two have now got better as well they've seen the extra quality of player and they've played much better, much more consistently as well. And, and even though we have a few injuries, like I said, and we're not scoring as many goals as we were three or four weeks ago because of the, probably because of the loss of Valencia and Sacco, we're certainly still hanging in there. And hopefully now when they're all back, get better and better again and start producing even more goals than we have done. Considering the start of the, the season that you've had, do you, do you alter your ambitions for the season? Have you got, have you got a fresh target? I think we've got a target between now and the end, of the, the end of January and I think when I come to the end of January and we're in a very similar position then my, my goals for the team will change my um, talking to them in terms of we are in this position and if we finish off the last uh, 15, 12 games or so if we carry on the way we're going we could possibly finish there which would be obviously much higher than when we first started the season. Now, there you go, that was Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Gazalinica. I thought. Um, what do you think, John? Yeah, I thought it was a very interesting. I thought form. Gary Lineker was licking his ass. Uh, he, how, how did he <laughs> so do that? Like, That's clever. He did. flexible. He did ask him about the, uh, the instruction from above <laughs> to uh, change the style of play. And he planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Your microphone's just come out, so I'm going to push it back in. It's like last week all over again. Hello? I won't Hello? edit that out, just because yeah. all the listeners will be used to the shambles that was last week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we didn't know how to edit, Arr. so we just carried on. Is that all right now? It's fine, yeah. Thank you. Um, did you see the clip of Sam giving the site Sky Sports presenter a bit of a oh, hard time? Uh, no, I didn't. So, <laughs> Are you going to put that up on one of our things? It's on YouTube. I'll put it on the Facebook group, Go which is... Facebook.com for slash the podcast. Okay. What's that in English? Facebook.com for slash more than just a podcast. Excellent. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm coughing. <laughs> so, it was a press conference on the Thursday before the game. And it's, it smells of like Sky, a sweet shop in here. The Sky Sports presenter or reporter asked, are you concerned about your dip in form? And what did Sam Allardyce say to that? We haven't had a dip in form. We've only lost one of the last seven games and we've just won this one. He said, don't ask such insulting questions. We've had a dip in results, not form. Our form has been excellent. Don't be so insulting. You need to be much more cleverer in asking your questions. What did the presenter say? Is cleverer a word? No, it's not. There you go, then. But he did say, um, (laughs) I I didn't mean to be insulting. But he he went right for it. Forms are saying that. Don't go against Allardyce. Oh, dear. I didn't say that. No. We put it on the Facebook group. Terrific. Right. Put it on your wall. Um, Let's talk about Zarate because I understand, you know, there's been quite a lot in the social media, in the papers that he wants out, and he came out on Twitter and said, I'm happy with the club, I'm happy with the manager, I respect the manager, he's doing well, etc. My sources close to club say that he's not correct. And he wants out in January. And the stories were correct all along that he is touting to find a club. I don't blame him after he's been playing well, not getting started. 40 grand a week on the wage bill. Mm. We got him on a free. Uh, if the club do let him go, they reckon they could get four or five million. Would you take that, George? Well, no. Or would you I'd keep, keep him. on to him? I'd you keep would. Him. Yeah. You wouldn't sell for four or five what, million. What would you say his position is, Sean? You'd say he's a striker? I would say he's a striker, just off the striker. So why? What about false nine? Why? AM. Why let him go or why? get rid because of him? Because we bought him early, before we got, we knew what Sacco was like and Valencia, and we've got Carroll back. Yeah. We can't forget Carlton Cole in the equation as yeah, well. Valenci- Valencia's not an out and out striker, is he? So you, if you look at strikers, we've got Sacco. I don't know, Dad. I think he might be. Yeah, I, I, I think he can. I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure I agree with you. But I, I thought he was more of a sort of wide man come in, really. I don't think he was placed as an outside, out, out and out, like number nine or whatever. Mm. But uh, 
I'd say more than number ten. Even even yeah. if it is, it's you've got Valencia, Carroll, Sacco. You'd rather have Sarati than Cole, wouldn't you? Most, yeah, agree. Most and, and by the way, Cole will be gone in the summer as well. Yeah, so most people, most clubs would like to have four strikers on their books. But yeah, I agree. But Zarate, I think, will always be the kind of player, whatever you think of Sam, whatever you think his relationship with Sam, Zarate has got history, as I said last week, of I want to play, or I'll throw my toys out in the pram. It happened at his last club. He, was, he got in trouble there. And I just think he wants to be the number one player played week in, week out. Or he gets the ump. I can understand him getting the ump, because he should. Especially when we've got injuries. I mean, he shouldn't be starting Cole over him, should he? But he didn't start Cole over him. He did it at Everton. So who... All right, so just to answer the question, how would you have set up on Saturday, John, to fit Zarate in to the starting 11? Who would would you have dropped? I would have have put him instead of Jarvis and brought him inside a bit. Me too. Yeah. I'd concur. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> well, you know, there, you can I didn't see, really pick that out, did I? But you, you can see why he played Jarvis. He's, he's played Jarvis to try and, and provide some kind of ammunition for Carroll again. That's his yeah. step, man, isn't he? His crosses. So, it's, I, you know, that's that's a to me that's a backward thought, back, backward thinking. You know, when you've got someone like Zarati, Carroll can play on the floor as well. He's not all about well, Zarati and Carroll would be quite a good thing to look at. Because Carroll winning it, and knockdowns, yeah, and Zarate really picking up the pieces off him, working well with him. But I yeah. don't think we'll ever see that. No, and that would be something that they they could look at. They could play. Mm. They could play him with Carroll. They could play Sacco with Carroll. Yeah. I, I just I don't think we'll see it. No. I think whenever he plays Carroll, he will be putting him up there on his own. We won't get four or five million for him though. Well, let, let's see what happens when January comes. Um, Talking about players, uh, injury update. This is how I understand <laughs> players. I'm a player. <laughs> players. Talk about players. I'm player out. watch. Do you, do you get the joke or not? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> not, not. Uh, obviously, we've got two games in six days. We play West Bromwich Albion, the baggies, <laughs> on Tuesday night, and Swansea on Sunday. Which are Swans. Uh, <laughs> uh, although I thought it was Saturday up to about half an hour ago. Um, so I've got to change that on my diary. Uh, no that's ball. right, though, because you're going on an all-night bender on Friday, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, no ball you late. are a player. <laughs> He's a player. <laughs> no ball late fitness tests, I'm told. Valencia could be ready for selection. I think training start. today. I think it'll yeah. surprise us all and start. Yeah, Carroll could be rested, said the gaffer. Don't know why, but apparently it'll be too much for him. Sacco wants to play, but maybe held back until after the weekend. Yeah. So he wants to play, but they're not playing tonight or Sunday. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He was warming up. I was sent a picture. I can't say who by, but I was sent a picture on Saturday of him running up mm, and down the pitch. Mr. Blobby. <laughs> it wasn't Mr. Blobby. So he was he was running up and down the pitch. He wants to play, but they're just worried about his back and the... The mascot. The spasms coming back. So... You know half his wages is on on appearance money, so he wants to play. Of course he does. But the physio's he's got a nice saying, apartment opposite Canary Wharf Station. Have you seen all the pictures? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He won't play tomorrow. I think there's a small chance he could start on Sunday, but more chance after Sunday. See, I'll be quite just, you know, the, um, West Brom are in a bad way at the minute. Mm. They're yeah. there for the taking. Yep. And I'll be disappointed if he starts with Cole. Carol, um, Cole up front on his own tomorrow night. 
I think Carroll could be rested though. Yeah, I can see it. I think we'll start Valencia. I think we, so. Valencia will play. I think Valencia we'll all be surprised. Cole. Yeah. And um, um, song not, not that exciting, is it? No, Valencia song and Zarati would be better, wouldn't yeah. it? But song is coming back from his knock, and good in should be ready for the Swans on Sunday. Who's that? Sorry, song. Song. You've only got we've one. Missed of song, though. You've only got one. That's why. Yeah, we've only got one song. We have missed song though. Player. Uh, player. Play, he, he's a player. I think player. we've missed. Uh, <laughs> I think we've missed. <laughs> Sean's the same player in an American accent. He doesn't know us. I think we've missed Sacco and Valencia more than Song. Really? I disagree. I, I think song. I think we've missed them more than Song. I think song. Song's been our Michael Carrick this season. But the the lack of options up front when them two aren't playing, it's very static, very immobile. When them two are up but front, the, the pace is there and it gives us so many options when we're trying to break But the forward. lack of killer through balls and opportunities... I think down a, a down to song as well. Well, I think Downing's had a big part of that. Yeah, we need to get Townsend back to form. Anyway, let's move on. Number seven, Sean. Yeah. So this is something I did on West Ham till I died today. But do you I was like just West Ham till I die? I do. <laughs> you haven't said that for a long time. Well, Reese was about to say it last week, but he actually stopped himself. <laughs> he stopped I noticed himself. that. Yeah, because I couldn't remember. West <laughs> Ham just went. Uh, I won't actually. I was I quite impressed with this. West Ham topped the the table of the most utilised grounds in the whole of the Premier League. 99.80. Do, you know do you know what we need? What? New stadium. Yeah, we do. Bigger one. 34,000. Hang on a minute. 933 <laughs> is our average gate. That's pretty impressive. So it my question, impressive. and I ask this on West Ham till I die, is this the loyalty of West Ham fans, a response to the new entertaining football, or just clever marketing to fill the book? Bo- uh, I think ground? all three. Do you? I do. Triple Kids threat. Kids for a quid. Groupon. <laughs> Advertising in the metro. Kids for a quid is always a winner, isn't it? We know that for a yeah. fact. The fact that we're playing better football and winning games is always going to fill up the stadium. Yeah. And probably the other third of the fans are the ones like us who've been going for all the yeah. shit. Freaking I thing. was quite surprised. I looked back, back thin to the, s- the 70s. Mm-hmm. An average gate wasn't even well, when... Thick and thick with Sean. Okay. Before 19... Play, uh, after play, uh, 1969, <laughs> when the East End was built, our... our um, <laughs> Our capacity was 42,000, and we still weren't getting the kind of average gates we are now. No, and as I said, I think it's a mix of all of those And the 80s and the three. 90s, we didn't, we didn't sell out, and it's a recent phenomenon. It's easy for you to see. It is. And on Terrific. Friday, Sean, on Friday, each Premier League club were required, legally required... They were legally required. ...to publish their spend on agents fees for the last 12 months. West Ham figures reveal that the Hammers have spent... Hammers spend agents soared to six million three hundred eighty thousand three hundred thirty nine pounds and thirty one pence. That is correct. Down to one p. Yeah. This included three loan signings, nine arrivals during the summer. This is an increase of over fifty percent on the year before. Fifty percent increase year on year. Last year was four point one six nine million and nine pence. One hundred thirty four pounds and nine pence. Uh, 24 million over the past five years is what we've spent. Does this show ambition to join the top six club? No, just agents well, get paid more. I don't well, know. What, you say that. What sort of money have the top six clubs spent? Yeah, well, we need some figures here. If you go to up compare. to Chelsea, 100 million. They spent 14 million. We spent more than Arsenal. Yeah, but everyone spent more than Arsenal. Well, you say that. <laughs> How much do you think Burnley paid? 700 grand. A goat. Was that after the, the 
Sullivan yeah, well and Davids have left. Not, we were one of the few teams that had had such a shit season last year that I had to change half the team. So, you know, we had to buy a load of new players. So, as a consequence, you pay well, more fees, don't I, you? All the thing I, I say is it's a necessary evil. I can tell you, David Sullivan and Karen Brady will not spend a penny more than they have to. So, they're good operators when it comes down to business. Oh, it I'll means this is what you've got to do to compete with the top six. If we're now ranked six in the most money spent to agents, that means we've got ambitions to be in the top six as far as well, I'm concerned. Yeah. All the players you want well, you can do good like agents. Mm-hmm. Tottenham and Liverpool have done spent millions of pounds and I'll still not I'll just quickly tell you, perform. Chelsea 16.7, Liverpool 14.3 million, Manchester City 12.8, Spurs 10.9, Manchester United 7.9 and then West Ham 6.3. Behind us is Everton 5.7, Sunderland 5.2 and then So you Arsenal, didn't say that's you didn't say the sixth in the table. We're you didn't say in the that. table, yeah. You didn't say that. that changes it. Quick question for you Sean, yeah. what you've just said about Karen Brady. Does she still got she's still involved with the club as much as she was? Now that she's going political and she's on the telly every week and things is is she's her involvement in the club? I is think from great. a strategy point of view, yes, and a, an Olympic Stadium point of view, yes. Whether she's relinquished more of her day-to-day role to the new managing director, Angus Kinnear, I, I don't know. Ex Arsenal marketing director and uh, Hatters fan. There you go. Who are the Hatters from? Luton. Oh, well yeah. Reese's friend plays for Luton. Did you see his header? I did see his header. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of that, Reese, I hear, hear you got uh, you scored a goal at the weekend, but you lost five one. Yeah, down the park. I'm sure everyone played down the park. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you you were a team that was ripping up your division though. No, last year and they got promoted. Yeah, well, we're doing all right. It's did you get promoted last year? Mm. It's not too. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> about, <laughs> let's talk about the fancy league. See <laughs> <laughs> what the gaffer has to say. Player. Player. <laughs> I know what that means. Say again. Right in. Player. <laughs> right <does> in. Mean? <laughs> uh, right Podcast Fancy League update. 178 of us have taken part this year. In the lead is Jeremy Pike. Go on, Jeremy. In Go 756 on points. Sean's up to 31st with mm. 669. <laughs> Reese is up to 127th He's with 570. He's places, by yes. the way. George is down to 158 on 531, whilst John stays on 167th. Travis Boatwright is uh, last on 404. That's a great name, isn't it? Pick up your game, Travis. Isn't that a great name? Don't, because we want to read that out each week, so stay there. He should be a boat salesman. He should be. The right boat's for you. Travis Boatwright sales. The right boat's for you. Now, the next bit is specially for Reese. Uh, so last why. week you requested Sun Dream Team. Uh, in first place is Aaron Watkins. Sean is fourth. Nigel Khan is sixth. Reese is ninth, and George is last. I think there's only ten of us, though, isn't there? <laughs> there is ten of so us. So Reese is second from bottom. <laughs> yeah. Now you want to explain? Reese is paying money for sudden goals, or <laughs> I don't know how to change it. He doesn't know how to get, get out. Of it. And, and do you want to say why you started this this uh, lucrative uh, league up, no. George? No. Right. Fine. Uh, it's Play time you. for this. It's time for Facebook Twitter question time. This is where you we invite you, the listener, 
to join in with the podcast and send in your comments, questions, and other queries to the team. <coughs> team. Team. I want you team. on my team. Uh, so, Sean wrote <laughs> on what he thought was the podcast group. It was actually his personal Facebook we are podcasting tonight without a weather theme. Our injured players are returning and all is rosy in the gardens of West Ham. Garden theme. What are the what are views of the manner we beat the magpies and your thoughts on impending games against the baggies and the swans? <laughs> Send us your questions before 7.30pm. You're not nice and smashy, aren't you? <laughs> so I then screenshotted that and put it on the group and said, Sean tried to post a questions here post on the page, but clearly can't use Facebook yet, so posted it on his personal page instead. Feel free to answer his questions or just send in jokes and comments about Sean. You just pick on him all the time. I will read them out can on I, my Can return. I ask a question that came on Twitter first? Twitter. And it came from Joan Rutherford uh, at... Joni tweets, and it said, "Next podcast, how about discussing predictions for the final point tally? I reckon, looking at the remaining fixtures, fifty-three points. What do you think? About fifty-five. <laughs> fifty-five. Yeah. I know. I'd like to give it some thought. I wouldn't like to just throw that out there. <coughs> so, should we come back to that at the end then? Give it some thought. <laughs> no, as in, no. Like, look as at as the in fixtures. Next time, time. I'll go for sixty-nine. <laughs> And you wonder why we pick on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Player. <laughs> uh, so Terry Bond says, Sam wants an unbeaten run. Can we do it? How about another unbeaten <laughs> month? Tricky games are coming up. <laughs> yeah. He did break the curse of manager of the month. He did. Which a, I did yeah. mention on TalkSport on Friday. It's a, it's we went TalkSport on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got to be good. Bobby good. Bobby good. I mean, the next game's winnable. Away from home, it's funny. You think we we're sitting here thinking we win games away from home? I think we can win our next four. We can win the next game. We'll see. We've got Swansea after that. We could win that. Swansea. We've got West Brom, Swansea, Sunderland, Leicester. There you go. I'll give you a stat attack. We haven't Chelsea, kept, Arsenal. We haven't Chelsea, kept Arsenal. a clean sheet. It's Christmas. Away okay. from home for twelve league matches. That's your stat attack. Thanks. There you go. Lee Peathers says, when is Sacco back? How is Sacco's back? <laughs> Very clever. Is the physio a Millwall fan? Senegal physio, he means. Yeah, what is all that about? Well, the Senegal physio apparently was just treating a minor back ailment and put his back out. So, um, and the Physio did. Yeah, and Karen Brady's now repeated it. Although we did an exclusive last week, Karen Brady's now said, or was it Sam well, in his just column? Just um, exclusive. On Evening Standard, that West Ham will send their own physio out to Senegal. Poor bloke. I'm going to go there. But yeah, he should be back. He wants to play, but I reckon three games' time is when he starts. Lewis John Errentrout says Does Sean get the names of all the players wrong on purpose just so you lot can take the pee out of him? No, I, I do really have problems pronouncing any players' names. That's Terry, true, isn't Terry, it, guys? It it's is not true. just for no, no, it, 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 It's yeah. not prescripted. Terry Bonds says, just how well exactly does Sean know the catering manager? What, what is this? The catering manager is away at the moment. She's not yeah, on the club. I've been really trying. The catering manager is on maternity leave. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Player. <laughs> Uh, Mike Scott says, just because Sean is the Joey Essex of the podcast, I don't people should give him as much stick as they do. Yes, he posts things in the wrong place. 
Can't say any of the pair of the names and rarely knows who we're playing next. But as long as he's got that vital in the knowing connection with the catering manager, I think we all deserve, <laughs> he deserves a bit more respect. Yay. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. The trouble is, though. <laughs> catering manager is hard. on maternity leave. The trouble with that is, who was that? Who was that? Uh, Mike Scott. Mike Scott. Not the guitarist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trouble with that, Mike, is that I've known <laughs> Sean since he was about 11, 12 years old and he was exactly the same then. And yep. it's uh, Player. sort of taking a mick out of him his whole life. That's <laughs> true. It just becomes a habit. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. And he passed it down to his son, George. <laughs> uh, well, next yes. up is Darren Kitching. A wagon wheel and a four-fingered Kit Kat makes an excellent desk for a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> he seems the, he's the kind of guy we should have on the podcast are oh, Jenkinson and Cresswell as good as Breaker and Dix yet um, I didn't really get to watch Breaker and Dix no. Yeah. no no well yeah. certainly from Dick's side Breaker was good I, <laughs> Breaker was he, Breaker was solid Dix yeah <laughs> Dix, Dix was solid <laughs> Dix Dix was a bit better than average so Dix always got him in though when it came to penalties Dix always got him in I Mm. I'd like to think that Creswell can get there, to be fair. Yeah, if he's Creswell can get in solid as dicks, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Maybe Jenkinson could break a dicks. Hmm. Be good. Next. Um, Nigel Khan says Sam ta- Sam's tactics were that of a coward. Ooh. Back to one up front, front, scared if he attacked too much, he might lose. The goal was lucky and both teams were even until Zarate appeared and then we took control. Oh, yeah, last week's secret mission has been aborted as it was a non-starter for me. Yeah, <laughs> the, the mission was aborted. I, I, I don't know if we could say or not. Can we say? I don't You're know. the only one that knows. I've no idea what it is. Think in your head. <laughs> Think about <laughs> it. All right, well. <laughs> Think about it. We'll come, come back, back to it at the end. We'll come back to you yeah, after right, the end of the right, questions. I will, I will tell you. And then There'll Simon. So does anyone remember Simon Tunhill? You vaguely. Oh, yeah. He used to, he used to follow um, Reese at AFC fan. Wimbledon when he used to be He sent me a Christmas card. Did he? He did. Did he have a picture? Of he like he, he, he was the only person that tweeted in on our very first podcast back in 2009-10. Where's he been? Where's he been? 2011. I don't know. Wasn't what, he put... what season is this? <laughs> this is four, isn't it? What season what? It's on the running order. Have a look at the top of the running order. (laughs) Yeah, so it was 2010. And Simon Simon Tunhill actually tweeted in on our very first show. But today he says, hi, gays. (laughs) 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 He saw that, right? (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. Sure, you should be presenting. Hi, guys. Just to say how great the podcast was last week. Getting Reese to be the host and sing all the jingles and pretending you didn't know how to edit the podcast was podcast gold. <laughs> so glad you didn't sack him. Lots of love, Simon. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. really nice. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I really appreciate yeah. that. But he is a stalker. He's a bit weird. Oh, you can't say that. He's listening. <laughs> he is. Um, Sean, coming back, to you, coming back to you. Well, all right. I, I'm going to say I might get in trouble for this, but I, I'll tell you what the secret mission was. So a group of Chinese <laughs> businessmen... Right, met with uh, Nigel. I sent him on a secret mission. The idea is that they wanted to set up a new business that involved basically showing Chinese businessmen around Premier Leagues and getting the Premier League experience. So at the West Ham, it would be taking them down to the pie mash shop, go down the bowling pub, having a fight, 
<laughs> go for two for you know sweets for a pound, buying the fanzine, you know, these go to wealthy Ken's cafe for a, a, a cup of tea kind did, of thing. Did they specify the criteria, or was that was just the you? fight integral? No, well, but that was my interpretation of it, but I, I, I don't think so. Um, now it was a bit funny that we sent Nigel with his views of Mockneys and all the things down to. Um, there was a multi-millionaire that was hosting this in Kensington. Um, but um, I, I can't go into too details, but it, it appears the Chinese businessmen were more interested in Arsenal and Chelsea than they were in, in coming to see the East End. Which is a shame. Oh. That's it for Orange Podcast this week. Oh. We've got to do predictions quickly. Scores oh, for tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. 3-1. Um, 2-0 West Ham. 1-0. West Ham. You can't score it. As soon as we haven't kept the clean sheet, it'll be 2 1 West Ham. And Sunday, Swansea. Swansea, that'll be a difficult game. Sigerson and Boney are really, really. 1 0 West Ham. If only we had dicks for Boney. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> that is a really bad. I'm going to go for Bye. a. You've got 1 0. <laughs> I'm going to go 2 1 West Ham. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to go 1-0 West Ham. I'm going to go 0-0. 0-0. We haven't had a goalless draw, have we, all season? 0-0. We are the the home of entertaining football, Sean. Yeah. Why couldn't the Chinese businessmen want to see that? Yeah, I know. Have we not had a 0-0? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Haven't had a goalless draw. We score goals now, John. You forget. If you think we've had Neil Neil in the league, write in. <laughs> P.O. Box. Um, Sh- should we have post? Yeah, we should. We should get a P.O. Box. Just give Sean's address out. Yeah. Right, anyway, we, we're 50 minutes. We should, we should really Thank go. Thank you for listening to Morning's Podcast Podcast. Thanks, guys. My name's George. Uh, Reese Spin. Player. Sean has been. <laughs> Player. Sean has been. Player. <laughs> <laughs> he has no what does it mean? I don't know what it means. Uh, remember, send listening. in your gardening questions next week to Come the on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. For all your gardening needs. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.